This is DTMMB Media Podcast number 31. And this episode, we'll be reviewing 47 Ronin. Whatever happens in there, whatever you see, don't draw your weapon. Wait here. Welcome to Real Reviews. Konnichiwa. <laughs> That's a nice touch. Yeah. Hello, I'm Vince George, and I'm joined by Chris Herndon. How are you doing, Chris? Uh, I'm pretty good, Vincent. I should know, you know, I should mention that I do have a Japanese wife, and I should know more Japanese, but I don't. <laughs> that sounds like a family problem. I'll let you deal with that on your own. Did you have an advantage to understanding the mo- the action movie 47 Ronin because of your, um, you know, your Japanese connections? Absolutely. Okay. This I, I felt like it portrayed very accurately my time in Japan. Yeah, I could see that. I could see that, especially the uh, the wardrobe. Probably. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, podcast listeners, uh, we digress. <laughs> uh, uh, we are, or, are people <laughs> listening to this. I'm sorry. I thought we were just talking. Yeah. Well, that remains to be seen. Actually. Today we're going to be looking at uh, the Keanu Reeves action vehicle uh, 47 Ronin, which, uh, just to give you a brief synopsis of uh, the story, um, it's a classic Japanese tale of samurai um, who lose their their master through some um, some devious behavior and become masterless samurai known as Ronin, and it kind of mix it in and give it a little flavor. There is a uh, a quote unquote half breed. Uh, named Kai, who is played by Keanu Reeves, who is um, adopted into this, you know, into this the family uh, of the master uh, of these samurai, and uh, who is supposedly trained by in, in, trained in the black arts by demons. Mm-hmm. So he has a particular skill in um, in violence and killing, um, and so. As the story progresses, uh, the 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 samurai need to put aside their uh, you know, put aside their 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 bigotry towards the half breed, and, uh, and and he ends up helping them, helping them redeem their master, uh, get their revenge, and therefore uh, allow them to die with honor. Mm-hmm. That pretty much. And there's also some fantastical elements involved that weren't necessarily part of the original story. Yeah, this is based on a. a if I'm now, you're the, the the master of all things Japanese over yes. there. Um, my understanding, though, this is a folklore. This is a folk yes, tale. Yes, this is folk tale of, of what is supposed to be a true story, and there's actual grave of the forty-seven Ronin, uh, which I got to say I was confused at first uh, because I saw the first Ronin uh, with Robert De Niro, but great I, film, John I had, Frankenheimer. I yeah. missed the other, I guess, forty-five odd ones or forty-six a, odd ones in between. There's been a lot of direct uh, to, <laughs> to video. Um, <laughs> Uh, sequels to, to Ronin. Yeah. And they've really kind of got off the rails with the storyline. I mean, <laughs> I know. I, there were so, some really good car chases in Ronin. There I must did. have been some time travel involved. Yeah. I don't know. I got to get caught up on the story, maybe hit up Wikipedia. But yeah, I was definitely confused. You know what? It's a shame that this movie actually focused on the Kai character uh, played by Keanu Reeves. Obviously, he's not part of the actual story. And from what I understand, there was a lot of reshoots on this movie to kind of make him more of a lead character uh whereas he is not uh oishi the character in in the movie is actually supposed to take the lead role and he he is the leader of the ronin and the leader of the samurai in the beginning 
However, I guess they felt like, oh, well, these are American audiences. They're too dumb to understand just a Japanese tale by itself. So let's uh, let's add Neo in here and see if we can bring some of that Matrix magic to it. Yeah. Now, when you uh, now I didn't know, you know, kind of the the backstory of how this movie was made until after we saw it. And knowing now that it was, you know, reshot in many ways uh, to add Keanu into it makes a lot of sense on you know maybe some of the you know, maybe some of the lesser points about this movie some of the things that i found a little bit less satisfying it, it kind of explains it because the stuff with with the ronin the, the the really hardcore traditional japanese story part i thought was pretty good right mm-hmm. um but yeah the Keanu thing is a little seems a little contrived and he's got a, a love interest with the with the with the lord the lord who is um who's disgraced and dies and thus making their his samurai ronin uh, he's his daughter. Uh, Keanu has kind of a sort of romance with her yeah. that they don't really develop, but it's there and it's kind of just gets in the way a little bit, I think. But, uh, you know, I think I was kind of speak for both of us that we were, you know, kind of pleasantly surprised. This movie was pretty entertaining. Yes. It's kind of just escapism, just action fair with some, you know, some special effects and some good, you know, some of the, some special effects drove the action, but also some uh, good sword play, some good choreo- fight choreography, I thought. Uh, really pushed the story along and made it pretty uh, entertaining, actually. Yeah, it was a lot less fantasy than than I expected. Uh, I from the trailers, it seemed like it was more of a fantasy movie, and that was going to be a, a theme throughout. However, it was just kind of set pieces that used that. You know, it wasn't the main theme of the movie. It was an element, but it was. You're right. It wasn't the main thing. It wasn't. You know, it wasn't samurais in thrown into Middle Earth or something. Right. right. You know? Uh, but there was witchcraft that was part of the storyline. There was a witch. She's she's got a, a lord of a uh, of a rival province is kind of her puppet, and in through her Lord through, Kira, yeah, Lord Kira, and through and through her, you know, magic and her uh, your her witchcraft. You know, she was like possessing people and and causing causing problems. Uh, through that kind of ch- uh, chicanery, they they managed to. Um, it led to the downfall of the Lord of Akko. Was it? Was that the name of the um, the yeah, other province? Yeah, it was Lord Asano. Lord Asano. Uh, yeah, and Akko and uh, Mika was the the love interest of. Yeah, and so his in his in his daughter then is of course how all these stories go. Uh, once he's disgraced, and then she gets betrothed to the uh, chief antagonist, the Lord Kira. Mm-hmm. And so there was a witchcraft. It did play a part of it. Uh, and they're demons, and uh, like I said, Keanu Reeves is supposedly you know trained in the art arts of, of death by uh, by demons. So um, he does possess some black magic capabilities, which uh, you know one of my big uh, you know one of, one of my big criticisms of it was I, I kind of felt like if you're going to have Keanu in it and you're going to give him these powers, let's see it. Neo in the Matrix. Was throwing down constantly, right? Because he had the, you know, that's what people wanted to see. In this movie, it was like there were a few scenes where he he does it, and it looks really cool, but it's only there for a few seconds. Right. It, it, they weren't really really expound on that. Uh, but again, they could have cut Keanu out of the movie, and I think it would have still been you know pretty watchable. Yeah, I, I like the way they treated the magic in the movie because they made it more matter of fact. They didn't make a big deal about it. It was just something that was part of the story. And the way I took away the story at the end thinking of it and i you know this this movie has not been received well critically or financially and of course it was a bad decision 
to release this movie against other juggernauts like American Hustle, Wolf of Wall Street. You've got, I mean, uh, Des- uh, The Hobbit, uh, Desolation of Smog right. is still is yeah. still raking. Walter in the Mitty is even a, a decent movie out there. So I don't know who made that decision because uh, January. There's nothing, you know. The this timing movie, was weird. Yeah. I agree. And we found out this movie cost $175 million to make. I don't know how. No idea how. Yeah, it, it did not look like a $175 million movie. Now, before we knew, found out how much it cost, we were, you know, we were kind of speculating. Speculating. Yeah. And, and I did go, I did go 125. Right. 125 million, um, which at the time seemed like, you know, I, I know your opinion was that's probably a little high. Yeah. My whenever someone asks me how much I thought a movie was made, I always tack an extra twenty five million sure. on it just because it cost way too much usually to make a movie. Um, so I was thinking, you know, hundred hundred twenty five million, hundred seventy five million seems absurd. But it must be all the reshoots and redos that they had to do because there there really weren't uh, that many effects. I thought in the movie. I mean, maybe more than we thought when we saw the uh, the credits at the end. The credits were long enough. Yeah, the credits were like almost as long as the Avengers credits. Yeah, it was pretty pretty wild. And yes, we do sit through the credits. So any of you, you know, gaffers and grips out there, yeah, yeah, we know you. We're we're looking for you. We we're especially fond of caterers. I don't know <laughs> for whatever reason. I just I just look for people with, with nicknames. So yeah, yeah, me too. Um, so uh, I think we could probably get into our little breakdowns here. Uh, sure. For, for each of the categories within this movie, so we'll start off with performances. What'd you think? I'm sorry, I said performances. We're going to start with story and script. Sure, I'm all for it. I'm all for <laughs> we'll it. start wherever. Yeah. Um, no, but uh, with the script, um, I gave the script a C. You know, the actual kind of Ronin, traditional Ronin storyline that was going on throughout was good. I didn't have a problem with it. I did think that the uh, Keanu Reeves love interest stuff was a bit contrived. And I, I, like, I, like I just mentioned, I would have maybe liked to have seen them explore. If you're going to have Keanu in it and playing such an important role, maybe explore you know, his black arts, you know, background a little bit more than they did. And, and maybe I, I could be critical and say like maybe the last, you know, 10 or 15 minutes of the movie seemed a little bit drug, uh, dragged out. But, um, you know, I, I think, I think C is a fair score uh, for the script because it really, it wasn't groundbreaking. It wasn't like super, super like mind boggling or compelling. It was a pretty straightforward kind of um, traditional story with, with you know, set in an action movie. So, um, but I think it was very serviceable. And uh, again, you know, rework the Keanu stuff a little bit. I think you're, you're a little bit better off, but I'll, I'll give it a solid C. Yeah, I, I gave it a C plus. Uh, I felt the presentation was as if it were a traditional tale told as a fairy tale to maybe a child at bedtime type thing. You know, you had the, the, the normal elements of the 47 Ronin story, but then you had that extra magic added on top. To give it a little pizzazz, maybe a little unnecessary at points. I would have liked to have seen more of some things and less of others. And I think we talked about, you know, the the impact that uh, Lord Kira had once he kind of took over that that area. Re- we really didn't get to see a lot of that. We only got to see one village, and we had to extrapolate from there that it was must must be going on everywhere else. I would have liked to have seen maybe more of his influence on the land. Yeah, you you really don't get to know why we should not like Lord Kira. Other than his smirk that was constant throughout the movie. He has a pretty annoying smirk, I'll give you that. But you don't really, it's not like you you know that he's going to enslave the population right. or you know you know destroy the natural beauty or something of, of the land you don't really know but you, you just know that the uh, the people of Akko at least the the, the lord and his his um, daughter and you know the that family 
uh, of samurai, they seem to really not like the idea of Lord Kira taking over, but you never really know why. Right. Well, they're they're pretty much at the at the point of you know they're seeking revenge for their for their master, uh, for their lord uh, becoming Ronin. That's the old Bushido way, is to seek that revenge. So that's that's somewhat of their motivation. However, in movies you have to have that villain, and in this movie it was more towards the witch. Even though you knew the lord was bad, it wasn't necessarily kind of played out. You know, they probably could have changed some of the elements around, taken some of those. Keanu elements out and added some more of that in. Yeah, like, you know, he was kind of her, the witch's puppet, but you never, like, I was expecting, you know, did he, like, why is the witch with him? Did, yeah. did he sell his soul to the devil, so to speak, to, to right. get more power? Or is she somehow related to him? Or, you know, where, where did that, you know, where was that? And know? what was her motivation? So yeah. in, in traditional Japanese tales, here we go. Uh, a lot of times you'll even even the evil characters like the witch have a background like they were maybe uh, raped by men of this of this clan and her thing was revenge you know in her own way a lot of times that's kind of the backstory even of the evil characters there's in Japanese stories there's usually a motivation for everything and this was kind of lacking in that other than that it was fairly traditional in the way they handled some of the the, the samurai stuff yeah I thought I thought like the protagonists for the most part you knew their motivation you knew right. you, you know you knew kind of where they were coming from uh it was the antagonist i think that they kind of maybe maybe lost a little bit and again that might have been simply because they used the time the film time to add in chaotic right. you know so we can go into the performances which i thought were were fine now i'll go ahead and tack it on here my problem with this movie was of course the americanization of it i felt they should have allowed the japanese actors to use japanese and, and and use subtitles. People forget the Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon did that, and it did just fine in theaters. It was a big hit. The the Last Samurai took kind of the same approach too. Uh, there's no reason why we sh- we should hear these 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 are solid Japanese actors, and they're forced to basically not speak in their uh, their native language, which makes the already somewhat hokey dialogue seem really really forced. Yeah, well, and I, if they had just let Keanu Reeves speak in his native right. Japanese. He would have sounded so much better because he was struggling with the English language. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> well, honestly, uh, the word woe in, uh, in Japanese is fairly similar as it is in English. So you might have uh, there, you might not have known that he was even saying it in his native language. So uh, what did you give performances again? I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. I gave performances a C. A C. Okay. I went just a little bit better than that. I went with a B minus. I didn't think the performances were his general cast. I think they were like really bad. Like I don't think the acting took a lot away from the movie but uh you didn't see a whole lot of range out of a few of the characters and that might have been as much a problem with the script you know we, we mentioned lord kira he didn't really do a whole lot he had an annoying smirk and he just kind of gave those smirks and that was pretty much it but they weren't asking a lot of him i mean there wasn't a lot of, for him to say in the movie he was like a mortal combat bad guy yeah you know? yeah you're right you're totally right now keanu i guess maybe i've just accepted the fact that keanu is a total hack when it comes to acting but uh he's in some movies i like so i'll, I'll give him a pass the witch uh, I'm, I'm, Rinko Kikuchi. Yeah, she um, 
yeah, it didn't do a whole lot for me in terms of her acting. Uh, but you know, everybody else, I, I really like uh, the, uh, Lord, or I guess he wasn't Lord, but uh, Oishi, the samurai, mm-hmm. Oishi, uh, who was samurai then Ronin, then kind of held led the led the forty seven Ronin. Uh, Haruyuki Sanada, I believe, is his name. Yeah, very good. Hiroyuki. Hiroyuki uh, Sanada. Sanada was fine. Yeah, yeah he. Um, I really like him, and I, I want to give him a shout out because uh, I, I love uh, Last Samurai. And he is in that movie, and, and he speaks in native Japanese in that movie, as you already mentioned. I really like Last Samurai with uh, Tom Cruise and Ken Watanabe. And, and he plays a similar character in that. Uh, so, obviously, he might be getting typecast a little bit on American screens. but um, As a Japanese man. As a Japanese uh, samurai <laughs> oh, yeah. is what I was trying to get at. <laughs> Not so much that he's Japanese. Um, I mean, I think he could also play, like, Chinese or Thai or Korean, maybe, in the right situation. <laughs> I hope your I hope your wife didn't hear that. <laughs> well, he he was in the uh, the Wolverine too. He's in he? the Wolverine as Lord Shinjin. Now, what did he play in that? Uh, yeah, he, I think he was a uh, he was uh, Japanese <laughs> in that movie. Okay. Uh, but in, in hey, in the in the Wolverine movie, my, one of my big problems with the Wolverine movie uh, was that they didn't use him enough in that movie. Right. Yeah. I, I felt like uh, they could have used him. Uh, in this movie, they use him fine. I mean, he's in it a lot, and uh, he does a, a great, a good job. And I, I want to see him in more stuff. And I, I think I'd like to see him. You know, maybe, uh, maybe I should go and explore some of his work in uh, Japanese uh, film because uh, I'm, I'm sure he plays other characters besides samurai. You know, and no, action. Not, not too much. Really? Yeah. Okay. Well, maybe not. But, uh, but yeah. So I gave the performances a B minus, uh, just a tick above what you what you gave it, Vince, with your C. Mm-hmm. And I think probably I I gave probably that half a grade goes mostly because I, I like that character and I like that actor quite a bit. Now, for direction, uh, I gave the direction a B plus. Um, I thought the, you know, with the exception of a couple Keanu scenes where they're trying to build up the love story, I thought for the most part, the direction kind of pushed the story forward. Uh, it sprinkled in a decent, it, it sprinkled in special effects well. Uh, there's a scene in the beginning of the movie where they hunt and eventually kill a, a, this crazy beast. It reminded me of something like out of the uh, anime classic uh, Princess Mononoke. Mm-hmm. Uh, had a, I, I thought that was kind of cool. It was kind of a throwback to the, like anime. It had a good look to it, and I, I think for the most part, I like the look of the movie. So I'm going to, like I said, I, I gave it a, a pretty good, gave the director and cinematographer pretty good marks of, of B plus. Yeah, I give it a C plus. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't bad by any stretch. Uh, there was there was some you know kind of I thought cliched scenery that was somewhat unnecessary I, I remember one shot it had a you know a zen garden a cherry blossom tree a tory gate a temple all in all in one scene i felt like it was a little much i felt like they were trying to push too hard to to kind of have that look now i i really like the look and i think we both talked about this too when they were kind of outside the main village and they were kind of in their peasant clothing you know it had a it had a good look a nice traditional japanese look yeah, we should mention the, the the wardrobe a little bit. The uh, costumes were very ornate, over the top type of, of that era. If you've ever seen like you know Shogun or, or you know exactly what we're talking about yeah. here, like their formal clothing was super over the top. Which my understanding is during that time period in Japan, it probably was you know that was probably pretty accurate. Maybe a little bit over the top. And once they got out into the in the countryside and their you know the Ronin were were out doing their thing, it looked more believable to me. It looked more realistic. I think for the most part, it looked okay. Yeah, one thing I did like is is some some of the effects that it had, especially the the part where they go and visit the demons, I thought that was a really neat part. And I expected, it, and we both I think expected them to show up again. They didn't, but it was they they had a neat look. It was kind of a neat concept. I, I really like that that part of the movie. So I I did like that look. 
Um, there was just things here and there that I thought could have been done a little bit better. But a C plus is pretty strong for a movie of this nature. Uh, you know, anything, anything, any movie like this that has those fantasy elements that have CGI, I'm not going to rate real high. I like practical effects. Fair enough. Yeah, and I, and I do. I will say this: one of the reasons why I think I maybe give a little bit higher is I, I think the practical effects mixed with the CGI were effective, and specifically thinking of the the. the the couple scenes where Keanu Reeves kind of busts out the, you know, his black magic demon, you know, what he learned from the demons. Cause it had a, it had a natural motion of him with, you know, fighting with the sword, but then it mixed in the, the special effects, you know, to, to give the, you know, the illusion of speed and, you know, of transparency as he moved. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I just thought that was effective. So I gave it a little, maybe a little higher score than you did. Now, brings us to the uh, musical score in the movie. It's a little tough to score the score, as it were, because uh, I mean, I, I mean, the music was fine. It seemed to build up in the tension. It wasn't the kind of uh, score that you walk away, you know, humming the, uh, you know, humming the main themes or anything. But uh, I gave it a, I gave the musical score a B. Seemed very serviceable, but not necessarily something that I found to be. Um, you know, extraordinary. Yeah, not much to talk about as far as score goes. Standard action scoring, I give it a B minus. Um, it wasn't offensive. I felt it. I felt it fit the story very well. No real problems with it. Not a whole lot to talk about. Uh, and that brings us to kind of our kind of our final impression. How we have kind of the intangibles. What, how we felt when we walked out of the theater. I gave a pretty good score on this man. I gave it a B plus because uh, maybe because I didn't have very high expectations. I really kind of wanted something sort of brainless and you know escapist. Uh, as it were, because we've seen some, you know, we've been seeing a lot of kind of the more Oscar buzz type movies lately, certain degrees of dissatisfaction with a few of them. I walked out of this movie going, you know what? I could find things there to be critical about, but overall, I enjoyed my experience watching that movie. It was uh, right at two hours. I think it was like a like an hour and fifty eight minutes or something, right. which was a pretty good uh, length for the movie. It didn't get into the over two hour to three hour range like like stuff's doing, like something like maybe The Hobbit that we just recently sat through did. Uh, it felt a little fresher, felt like it moved a little bit uh, a little bit better. I could cut a few scenes out of it, and maybe trim the ending off a little bit, but I I could say that about almost any movie. So I gave it a pretty good mark of a B plus. Yeah, I give it a B overall, which is which is actually higher than the other scores because honestly, with even all those other things combined, I felt really good coming out of this movie. Again, I didn't have high expectation. There had been so much negative buzz about this movie. I expected a train wreck, and it just wasn't. I feel like yeah, there was some elements that missed, but more than anything, the 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 lack of success for this movie is it was released at just an absolutely horrible time. And I don't think that's just the mood of the audience right now. I think you could have put it in a in a in a January release and it would have done just fine. It's not going to necessarily set box office records, but I think it would have maybe gotten a little closer to recovering its money, which from what I understand so far, it's only covered its advertising budget. So it is going to lose. Ew. Yeah, <laughs> it's going to lose 175 million dollars. Oh my god, that's uh, you know I hate. I really hate that that movie is going to lose that much money because it's not it's bad not enough to bad. warrant that. I think we both came out of it talking about it that we enjoyed it better than the the Hobbit too. Yeah, I'll say it. I'll put it on record right now that I like this movie better than uh, than the Hobbit. Now, are the very best parts of the Hobbit better than this movie? Probably. Yeah. Are the worst parts? You know, is there anything as bad as the slow, crappy parts of The Hobbit? No. This movie is kind of, it's got those 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 slower, maybe missing things, but everything moves along pretty pretty well in this. You don't really get bogged down in anything that just doesn't work. Yeah. Whereas I think The Hobbit, you fall into a few things that to me just don't work that well. And you have to live with them for three hours. In this movie, things kind of move forward and it's very, you know, it's a very linear story. Again, maybe 
the biggest miss is just getting you know making Keanu in there, putting him in there at all. Maybe, uh, but uh, I liked it better than The Hobbit. Yeah. Uh, and I and I just thought, and I'll say this too. Maybe one of the reasons why I like it. I know this is a traditional story. I know it's ba- I know it's been probably told many different ways in film and theater and books. You know, especially in the Japanese culture. Uh, so it's there's definite source material it's pulling from. But it wasn't a, a comic character adaptation. It wasn't based on The Lord of the Rings or The Hobbit. Right. You know, it wasn't based on true stories or things. You know, I knew what the basic story was. I know what Ronin are. I know that 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 whole you know that whole kind of theme in in Japanese um, you know folklore uh, and history. But I kind of felt like I was ready for just whatever was going to come right. because it, it didn't feel like I wasn't going to sit there and nitpick. Well, I don't like the way that superhero origin story was changed or right, right. I don't like the fact they left this out of J.R.R. Tolkien's book or they added this you know I didn't have that baggage and maybe that's why I liked it a little more it felt a little fresher yeah it wasn't exactly Kurosawa and it wasn't exactly Wachowski Brothers but it was a little bit of both I think we're both suckers for it was kind of Kurakowski. yes <laughs> which which would be out of Minnesota I believe would would be someone like that but anyway I, you know we're both kind of we both enjoy anime we both enjoy sword fighting you know we, we're kind of well we, we enjoy watching people we don't actually sword fight very often <laughs> no we got we outgrew that years well, ago well not in the way you might know it well anyway uh, yikes so, <laughs> <laughs> yikes <laughs> so i mean we, we are kind of suckers for this type of movie i think you know and we and we were due from some escapism so maybe we would rate this higher than maybe your normal watch but i wouldn't necessarily avoid this i think this is a movie that you know once it comes once it comes out on netflix or Redbox or something and, and, and we all have big watch. tvs we could you know with with blu-ray you know this is going to be i mean i think this is a movie that may be a little better on a big screen but we all have big screens in our living rooms nowadays you know rent this one stream it whatever whatever you like to do uh, it's worth checking out and I, just to give us some perspective i mean we we talked about seeing you know what we we're going to review this week and i guess the, the obvious options were for stuff we hadn't seen was something like the secret life of walter mitty or this movie mm-hmm. and i just felt like mitty just kind of had that sort of awards feel to it and i you know it just seemed maybe a little more serious and this just felt like it might be just a little more fun and i think that's why i felt pretty satisfied with it because it was fun yeah no i totally agree it's like it's like a fast and furious movie yeah yeah it's like a fast and furious movie uh that vince can lean over to you while you're saying say that was just like me in japan the entire time (laughs) um now i guess that would be tokyo drift right that's the (laughs) the fast and furious movie so uh, so our overall scoring uh looks like vince came in at a c plus and i came in at a just a little tick higher at b minus which gives an average uh overall score of a 7.5 or a strong b minus yeah and don't let my 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 c plus is just kind of because of i've watched a lot of kurosawa movies so i can't i can't rate this too high but i did enjoy the movie that c uh that c plus i think i gave maybe the wolf of wall street the same score of like a c plus so certainly uh, and it's weird how that works out because it's such a different type of movie oh yeah absolutely uh and i think a c plus for this movie goes a lot farther right than a c plus for a martin scorsese oh, three-hour epic a, a c a c plus for a scorsese movie means I had some serious issues with it. A C plus for a movie like this means I, I thought pretty highly of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So take that as you will, uh, and that'll wrap up, up this edition of uh, Real Reviews. I've been uh, Vince George uh, all day, and uh, 
I guess, Chris, have you been Chris all day? Not all day, but I will be for the rest of the day. Okay. All right. So we, uh, we've got that. So enjoy him as he is right now. So we'll see you next time. Goodbye. Be sure to check out the website at DTMMBmedia.com as well as our Twitter at DTMMBmedia. And feel free to follow us on Facebook, which is Facebook.com slash DTMMB.media. Thank you. This has been a Don't Tell Me My Business Media production.